Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meowmix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And the day has come. I told you guys that we'd be back once uh, the Panthers hired an offensive coordinator and didn't take as long as I thought it might. Uh, although I don't know if he's officially hired yet, but all the reports are saying Ben McAdoo, former head coach of the New York Giants, former offensive coordinator of the New York Giants, uh, has mm-hmm. been offered the job. They're working on the contract now. Um, yeah, that's so everything McAdoo. I'm seeing reported. Yeah. Ben McAdoo, Jerry. Ben McAdoo. How you feel about it? Just initial thoughts. Before looking at any Ugh. stats, anything like that, you just heard the name. What did you think? I really, I really don't like Ben McAdoo. Mm-hmm. Um, until I kind of looked at the stats I mean, before that. But yeah. that being said, it, it is what I kind of expected us to get. Kind of a retread offensive coordinator, retread mm-hmm. head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who doesn't inspire a lot, but at the same time, you can just be like, eh, whatever. Because Matt Rule's not going to be able to get that top-tier guy. I mean, he's a lame-duck co- head coach right now. Yeah, he has longer on his contract, but they know they have to produce right away. Mm-hmm. And this team is not ready for that, the offense at least. I mean, you have Sam Darnold and a crappy O-line. I mean, like Pep Hamilton, I'm sure they've got some uh, don't-even-look-this-way type of answers from guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like Matt Rule had a very specific skill set he was looking for. Um, he wanted a guy that had been an OC before. I have a feeling that David Tepper may have also said, you need to, you maybe need to bring somebody in who's also been a head coach in the league, uh, which is why we heard Bill O'Brien, we heard Jay Gruden. Uh, McAdoo's name kind of came out of nowhere, what, a week ago? Maybe a little less than mm-hmm. a week ago when we uh, heard of, he had been uh, interviewed the first time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I my initial thoughts were, oh, Panthers Nation is going to hate this. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, we, they were already jokes just from the interview process, you know, for him. The fact that we were even looking at him caused a reaction from Panthers Nation. But if you look at him as an offensive coordinator, I think a lot of that hate comes from the, the head coach, right? His head coaching record, where his first year, 11-5, and five, second year, 2-10, and 10, he's the guy that benched Eli, you know, when he had the streak yeah. going. Uh, I yeah, think I that's think where that's what really put the nail in his coffin yeah. as a head yep. coach was that whole fumbling of trying to get rid of Eli Manning for mm-hmm. Geno Smith, too. It wasn't even like he had right. someone great behind him that you right. could say, well, now we can kind of see where he his head was at. Geno Smith. Nobody, no, nobody thought Geno Smith was the next guy in New York. Like, give me a break. Well, uh, not in New York Giants. They did think that in the Jets, but... Okay, yeah. yeah. Excuse yeah, the Giants. <laughs> Sometimes I forget there's there are two teams in New York, um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, as an offensive coordinator, he he was very successful. I think you've got yeah. some stats. Yes. Um, so starting in 2013, the Giants were horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. They went from 28th highest scoring offense, so basically near the bottom, mm-hmm. to 13th. In 2014, under him, mm-hmm. and he does not—he ha- did not have a great team around him. Eli was there. Their running back was Rashad Jennings and mm-hmm. Andre Williams. 
They had Victor Cruz, 2000... right? Victor Cruz was their big receiver. That no, year. it was uh, Odell, I believe. Let me check here. Stupid mouse is not working. <laughs> uh, Josh Brown. Um, Odell Beckham. Yeah. Okay. Victor Cruz was on that team, but he only started six games. Okay, he must have gotten hurt. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but in 2015, that scoring offense jumped up to... God, what is going on with my internet? It's not pulling It jumped up, up to All six. Right, six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, also... All my they, stats are... Yeah, they, they like jumped up to six. Down. Sorry. And they had lost their starting left tackle. They lost Victor Cruz that season. Uh, they start. They lost their tight, starting tight end that season. So, you know, to to be as successful as he was with that team as an offensive coordinator, again, to mm-hmm. be very clear, um, that's a nice resume. Uh, to be honest, and it got him the head coaching job. Right? He he mm-hmm. succeeded Tom Coughlin as the New York Giants head coach and had a really nice first season. Took the team to the playoffs, uh, and then it was that that second season where you know everything just sort of collapsed and the Eli benching and all that stuff and i and i, I kind of agree with you i think the Eli benching probably played a lot into the into why he was fired i mean he had completely lost the public at that point probably yeah. even worse than Matt Rule has lost Panthers nation i mean cuz Eli was the beloved and you know, yeah yeah uh, he brought them to super bowl yeah. even though granted the defense really kind of morally contributed but right. You know, he still brought it there. So, yep. yeah, those fans were loving It was like if Cam got benched here. For Sam Dom. I, yeah, for <laughs> Gito <know>. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's it it was a bad look. And, yeah, like you said, the fans, I mean, the owner, Mara, didn't like it either because, mm-hmm. you know, he loves Eli. So, sure. yeah. he, that was just a really bad move and kind of, Ended everything. Yeah, it torpedoed his career, his head coaching career. Yeah. And think about players, too. I mean, Eli had a good season the year before, and then you do that for Geno Smith. You've got to think that locker room was, like, turned on him quickly. Oh, yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, Yeah, my my question with him is, you know, he he was fired um, in December of 2017, and then I don't see any other jobs for him until... 2020 when he was hired by Jacksonville as their QB coach of course he was then let go along with everyone else after that season um, he spent this past season as a, a consultant with the Cowboys an offensive consultant with the Cowboys so um, I wonder what he was doing in, in those years maybe he was was he on TV or something he's not a it's not the you know. I, I don't know I I can't find anything I mean in the our, I've done research on this. I mean, yeah. he just became the head coach, and like you said, kind of out of nowhere. My thought is maybe he just took a year off, year or two off. You know, cut, yeah. Gruden did it where he wasn't even a commentator, where he just more or less just was watching film, kind of learning mm-hmm. a little bit more. And, you know, being a coach is a lot of work. It's a very yeah. time-consuming job. And, you know, he's married, has a lot a, a kids – Maybe he just took some time to be a family man for a couple yeah, of years. That's that's possible. Yeah, you just don't see that a ton with these guys, these football lifers. No. You know, I mean, and he's this guy's been a coach since 1996. You know. Um, yeah, but he's only 44. Right. I mean, 
I say only as like most of the listeners here wow, are younger, really? but that is true. Wow. I mean, he, I didn't he's realize been doing how young this, he was. Wow. He's been doing this since college. Like yeah. college was his main start. Wow. Huh. Well, um, I'll just say that I know the, you know, the hope was, and, and right after the season, it was reported that we were going to get our rock star OC to save Matt Rule's job. And, and then as we started kind of seeing, you know, Pep Hamilton turned down an interview and some of the guys that were initially mentioned, we never actually saw that they interviewed or, or even caught, yeah. you know, even brought in for a virtual interview or anything. So it started sort of seeming like this is the kind of guy that we were going to get, a Jay Gruden or a, or a, a Ben McAdoo. It sort of, uh, to me, felt like it was going to be one of those two. And... Uh, yeah, I go. think Bill O'Brien was out of a dream. I I agree, yes. and I kind of saw that on the poll, and I tried to explain this to a couple people, that this is not a desirable job right now. Mm-hmm. You have a bad O-line. You have a bad quarterback situation. You have some decent receivers. You have a great running back, if healthy. Right. But you have all that, and you have to win. You have to produce right away. Yep. So... If you're a top-tier guy, I would hold out for one of the other jobs. And it makes sense. Yeah, obviously people weren't beating down McAdoo's door to get him in no. in their franchise, especially not at a coordinator position. So, you know, uh, it's going to – I tweeted out earlier that, you know, Ben McAdoo is – you know, he's not the rock star we were all hoping, but who cares? Like, he's either yeah. going to help the team – we're either going to win or we're going to lose, and it's all going to be a reset next year, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the point that we're at. So if you want to root for Ben McAdoo to succeed and, and Matt Rule to stick around, and you know we've had this conversation before, then you could talk yourself into this. You could talk yourself into yeah. how much success he had with the Giants and that maybe he could rep- reproduce that here. Uh, or you could look at his horrible head coaching record and the fact that he hasn't really had a, a high-profile job since then and that uh, he's just going to continue the slide that this franchise has seen for the last several years. You could talk yourself into that. So it's kind of something for everyone, I guess, right? My big question for the hire is mm-hmm. Matt Rule keeps talking about running the ball. Mm-hmm. Ben McAdoo was not running the ball. Mm-hmm. He is definitely a passing-oriented head coach or coordinator. So it just it goes back to my question of, does this team really have an identity? Does Matt Rule have an identity of what he wants his team to be? Because, again, yeah. this doesn't seem like a smart hire for that type of situation. If you want to run the ball, this is not the coordinator you probably would have good gone with. Well, I'm wondering if he's realized that this is 2022. And if you look at the playoff grid, not a lot of like run-heavy teams there. Now, there are one or two for sure. I mean, Tennessee, you would consider pretty run-heavy team, uh, even without Henry. But otherwise, you know, that's those are quarterback-driven teams. Um, even yeah. San Francisco. 
You know, they do a lot of different things offensively, but I think, you know, I'm hoping at least that Ben McAdoo can come in and we, we can have some fun, some interesting things on offense. Because I think with the talent that we currently have, you have a lot of different options that you could do that we haven't seen utilized. We haven't seen DJ Moore utilized in that running back type role, like Debo Samuel. I mean, they're very similar type of player. I mean, we ha- we haven't seen DJ Sa- DJ Moore even be utilized. He gets 1,200 right. yards because he's good. Right. But you never see him catch in open field mm-hmm. because the scheme never lets him get open. So, yeah, I hope Ben McAdoo is able to do that. But I, I, I'm not looking forward to 40, 50 passing attempts to, like, 13, 15 rushing. It just, yeah. that doesn't bode well for me in the way the wins I, and losses go. I think, I think that is going to completely depend on Christian McCaffrey staying healthy. Because if you have Christian McCaffrey healthy, then he's going to get carries. He has to. You're paying him all that money. He's that good. Now, if he gets hurt again, then I think you could see basically a repeat of what we saw this season, where they completely abandon the run most of the time, and and you're just out there slinging the ball around, hoping something good happens. Well, if I remember correctly, they were just slinging the ball around when he was healthy, too. He only had 10 rushing attempts this year, like in games. I'm pulling up his stats right now. Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. So at the beginning of the year, his rushing attempts went 10 week one, 10 week two, 13 week three, 14 week five, and then he got hurt in Houston. So I don't count that, but that's still not a lot. And that's kind of the scheme that Matt Rule was wanting. So this is going to be a pass-heavy no, offense you're, you're with looking, Sam. You're looking backwards. He had 21 rushing attempts in week one. He had 24 rushing attempts week two. Week three, he got hurt in Houston with seven. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what you're looking at, but they ran the crap out of him the first few weeks. That's that's what everyone was talking about. He had 30 touches in week one. He had 29 mm-hmm. touches in week two. That that's why we were we were all up in arms that his use was insane the first few weeks of the his season. Because y- I'm showing on nine twelve. That's the first game of the season. Man, ESPN, whatever I have up for his rushing attempts is all messed up. Just look at the game log. Look at the game log. Start from the bottom. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to believe okay. well, you. That's, because I that's don't. what it was. Yeah. I mean, is, they... I'm at the recent games against my aunt. Well, that are mine. I'm an idiot. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're an idiot. That's okay. I'm just kidding. You're not an idiot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you remember. We talked about it. We talked about how much they were using him and how we were not surprised when he got hurt because he'd had 59 touches the first two weeks. And the majority of those were runs. So I completely believe that if he is healthy, they will run him. The problem is they're going to run him so much, he's going to get hurt. So it's going to be up to Ben McAdoo to figure out how to correctly utilize Christian McCaffrey in order to keep him healthy. Do I believe he can do that? I don't know. I honestly don't know enough about Ben McAdoo to, to know if he's 
smart using his players that way. I, I, I just don't know. I mean, he was with the Giants. I If you're like me, I they're completely out of my head most of the time anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, they, they won a couple of Super Bowls against the Patriots, and that's, uh, you know, Eli and Tiki Barber and, you know, I know Strahan. I know all those players and watched them in the playoffs, but I don't care much about them in the regular season. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I'll just say that, you know, I don't hate this hire at all. Uh, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm just sort of like, okay, let's see what happens. And I think yeah. that's probably the healthy way to look at it. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? What interferes with your happiness? Check out betterhelp.com listener. I know one thing that's interfering with my happiness is this current Carolina Panthers football season. Um, but you know, some people aren't able to compartmentalize that feeling and it bleeds into your personal life. And you know, we've all had issues in our personal lives that prevent us from being our best selves. Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's extremely convenient. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you. There are licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. Again, this is not a crisis line. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com listener. Join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash listener. Now, if you had to give this, grade, this a letter grade, what would you go with? I mean, all things considered, I think you probably have to grade it on a curve a little bit considering who we were going to really realistically be looking at here. I, I give it like a C plus B minus something like that. I mean, I think really we won't be able to fully grade it of course, until the end of the season, but just off the top of my head, I, I would say like a C plus. Yeah. I'm, I would straight up C C minus. I'm not that thrilled and I'm not really yeah. looking forward to it. Like I said, I was hoping for more of a running style coordinator but it looks like more passing yeah, but see, and that's our, mostly our... my my doubt of sam darnold i think sam darnold is hot garbage and i think he'll never be really good so well i'm just assuming I, sam I, darnold is not going to be the starter 
in week one uh. of 2022. So I have a feeling that it's either going to be a draft pick uh, or it's going to be someone that we acquire. Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. Yeah, supposedly there's a, could be, a yeah. rumor that the Panthers are interested in Kirk Cousins. I don't want that contract. I don't want that de- no. that meaty that middle of the road. <laughs> exactly. Mean, you know, unless they unless uh, Minnesota would take Darnold back with his full contract. I mean, I, you know, that would save free up some money. But yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins is he's he's a better than guy Darnold. that never wins. You know. Yeah. So, it, it offense would look better, but you know. Kirk Cousins, that guy that always makes the, the big mistake. He always, he never makes the big play, and he always makes the big mistake. That's he, he's that eight and nine, nine and eight quarterback. He spins yeah. his wheel in the mud. He, he's just, he's all right. He's better than what we have here, but that's not saying much. Yeah, nobody thinks that Kirk Cousins is like a top ten quarterback in the league or anything. No. Like, you know, even though he puts up those numbers, he's just not considered that. And uh, now, would I want him for like as a bridge quarterback over what we've had as our bridge quarterbacks? Of course, I'd, I'd take Kirk Cousins. But if they're thinking that they're going to bring Kirk Cousins in and give him, you know, a four-year extension or something, then I really hope that that's not what happens. I really yeah. hope that's not what happens. I mean, that's what they want to do with Matt Stafford. They want to back up the bring, like sign him, think he's the future yeah, here. But I like I liked Matt Stafford. Um, oh, I like my Matt Stafford a lot more, but I'm yeah. I never thought Matt Stafford was the elite quarterback. He's a tier or two below that, in my opinion. I think no, he's I don't a think good. So. Co- I could see him being maybe one tier below those elite guys. But I mean, look at what he's done in in Los Angeles. He's been really good. He's had a, he's had a, a few little stinker games, but he threw forty something touchdowns. Like he played really well there, and and they're. Two games away from the Super Bowl, so uh, I, a lot of that I think well, is McVay, you know, yeah. for sure. And that, that's the what system. I think is he made Jared Goff go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Matt Stafford. Okay, we're we're completely off Ben McAdoo. Sorry, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Ben McAdoo is going to take this team to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, hey okay, guys. No. I ho- gonna- you know I hope I hope he does recreate what he did for the Giants when he took over because 2013, you know, Eli had like 13 touchdowns or 18 touchdowns and 20-something interceptions. Mm -hmm. And then he really changed him around in 2014 to the complete opposite of 30 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. So he's he's known... He really did... I was just going to say, he's known uh, to be sort of a quarterback guru. You know, that was sort of his... Uh, reputation before he became the head coach and completely destroyed his reputation. <laughs> and maybe that's what they're banking on. I just hope that they don't bank on him fixing Sam Darnold because that's not going to happen. See, I think Matt Rule hitched his wagon to him. I think that is it. I think that is his quarterback. And I, and so. I hear about the Kenny Pickett and I, I just don't see where we could get another quarterback besides free agency where you're going to be looking at eh, quarterbacks? Uh, you, I mean, they could easily draft Kenny Pickett at 20. Uh, I've seen a lot of mocks where he's going in the mid-20s. 
there's a couple of quarterbacks. Uh, Howell from North Carolina is going around there. Um, the Ole Miss kid, I think, is Matt going. Matt Quar- Coral. Yeah, or he's, Carol? he's going a I lot don't higher. Know how to say. Uh, I, I think I've seen, I've but I've also seen him go later and too. Malik so I think Willis? it just kind of depends. Yeah, Malik Willis out of Liberty, and yeah. we will be looking at all those guys on our draft profiles coming up mm-hmm. starting next week. Little, little plug, sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think there's, there's, you know, the Panthers could trade back to 15, 16, acquire a second and a third round pick and still get a quarterback at that, at that pick. So I truly, truly don't think that Sam Darnold is going to be the starting quarterback. I don't see how that helps Matt Rule save his job. And Matt Rule is trying to save his job. And I think Matt Rule has seen that Sam Darnold is not the guy. He's, I mean, he's, he's basically said it in his press conferences, you know, after the season. Yeah, they are I'm not looking, committing to Sam Darnold. But, I mean, do we want to draft another quarterback or trade for another quarterback? I mean, that's going to be his the last third time we drafted quarterback. A quarterback. We drafted, no, I mean, uh, I'm just saying, I mean, we haven't drafted a quarterback in the first round since Cam Newton. Sorry. Do, do we want to give him another quarterback? Because... That's not I, I my agree. decision. <laughs> I know it's not I mean, your decision. You know, <laughs> because he's going to get gonna... another quarterback. They're not going into the season with Sam Darnold and PJ Walker as their quarterbacks. That's just, that's just not going to happen. Some they're well, going to bring in that, somebody else. We thought that last off season too, but you know. Well, I, now I think it even more <laughs> because now they've seen what happens when they do something stupid like that. They should have listened to us last year. <laughs> saved our could have saved our the season. I mean, honestly, and it wasn't just us; it was pretty much everyone was like, "Are you serious? Why, why these, aren't these you are the quarterbacks in, you're going into the season with? Why aren't you bringing in a veteran to at least help out Sam Darnold? No, yeah. no, or back him up, a mm-hmm. realistic backup. I mean, can you imagine if you know Gardner Minshew was on the team? That oh. was the guy I think that everyone that could have been had for a very reasonable price. Six Low contract. Pick. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, he'd have taken over probably week five or six, and who knows what could have happened. I think I think this team would have definitely ended with a better record with Gardner Minshew yeah, sure. taking over week six. Yeah. 100%. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's it. Ben McAdoo looks like he's going to be the guy. Uh, again, nothing's confirmed or official yet, but... Everyone's reporting it, and we're I just gonna go imagine, with it. Yeah, I would imagine later today or tomorrow you'll hear from the Panthers, and, and that'll be that. So, uh, but no, I'm not doom and gloom about it. You know, I just think uh, wait and see. I think you mentioned it before, but this this is now since they kept Matt Rule. It's just I feel like I'm just sitting here in the water, just waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting in the mm-hmm. water because. I don't think this team's going to turn around next year. So I'm just waiting for the axe to drop so we can restart this again. You're treading water in the middle of the ocean. And one of two things is going to happen. Either a shark is going to come and kill you. Or Mm -hmm. uh, a tugboat's going to come by and pick you up. Pretty much. You know, is Ben McAdoo the shark or the tugboat? Yeah, that's not the best analogy, but you know it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's where I'm sitting at. Like, I know yeah. a lot of fans are still upset with the whole, him being 
not fired, and I'm one of them. But, I mean, now that it's already been a couple weeks past the end of the season, I am where I am with this team. I don't see this team yeah. getting a lot better this offseason. Um, I will also— I, I will probably switch by the draft because that's what I do every year is I get excited well, after fan. the draft picks. You don't want to root for the team to lose, right? No. I mean, that's not fun. That's not what we're here for. I will say, for anyone who is still uh, hanging on to some thread of hope that Matt Rule is going to be fired, I think you can let go of that. Now that he's hired an offensive coordinator, they're not going to now fire the head coach. That's not going to happen. So, yeah. Matt Rule is here at least until four or five games into the season. If we start off 0-4, 0-5, then Ben McAdoo is going to be your head coach uh, yeah. until the end of the season. So, and, and my thought here, too, is the only way Matt Rule gets fired right now is if Tepper did say that rock star and this Ben McAdoo is being brought to him. But no, I don't no. think he would get released out to Ian Rappaport and all the other NFL journalists at that point. And he wouldn't tell the no. Dallas Cowboys – that he is leaving already. Let, yeah, that. let's just let me just say, let me caveat what I said. Once the signing becomes official, mm-hmm, then yeah. there's no chance Matt Rule gets fired. Absolutely. So, yeah. Once you see that the Panthers Twitter account say we've hired Ben McAdoo as our offensive coordinator, then just expect to be rolling into the season with Matt Rule, Ben McAdoo, and Phil Snow as your coaching staff. Um I will be interested to see where what Ben McAdoo does in terms of hiring an offensive staff. I hope that Matt Rule offensive gives him line, that, yeah, offensive yeah. line coach and what running backs coach and uh, whatever the other uh, special teams coach well, we, is still still looking for that. I was so, gonna say, I don't know if running back coach was fired. Was it? I, I know offensive was. line, defensive line, and special teams coordinator. Oh, was fired. that's right, that's right. Well, but, I, you could easily see the entire offensive staffing overhauled. If if they told Ben McAdoo he could bring in his own folks, then you could easily see that happening. You know, now, and you know Jeff so. Nix is going to be on the staff no matter what. I would imagine so. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah. He gets to he's carpool like, with Matt Rule. Yeah, he's he'll be he'll end up being promoted <laughs> to like assistant head coach or something. You know, just because Matt Rule doesn't want to hurt his feelings. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, any other thoughts here before we wrap it up? Nope. I think we pretty much settled it, and I can't believe this is almost 30 minutes. Yeah, well, <laughs> when is it not, Jerry? <laughs> we always say we're going to jump on for 15 minutes, and it's always 30 minutes or 45. Yeah. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. You can contact us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com if you leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts, we'll read the comment on the show please like and subscribe on youtube as jerry said we'll be back next week with the first of our uh, draft profiles we'll be looking at several players in a wide range of picks probably from six to i don't know 20 25 something like that just i think i even i put on a couple guys that were top second round late first round so it could even be later than that yeah Uh, we're just gonna assume that it's it's quite possible that fitter is gonna trade back here i mean that's sort of his mo and the panthers need extra picks so i i very much doubt the panthers will be picking at six yeah it'll be very offensive line quarterback heavy Mm -hmm. there's a couple linebackers and a safety on it (laughs) yeah 
I mean, honestly, you know, last year we we sort of did the same. We tailored it to yeah. needs, uh, and we just missed the guy that they chose. Although we did uh, preview two corners, they're just the wrong two. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going deeper one this them, year. Yeah, one of them, uh, you know, certain uh, had a really nice season. Like he yeah. would have been a fine pick as well. So well, I mean, our top player on that board for the longest time was Micah Parsons until they brought in Denzel Perryman. And then when Denzel Perryman, he dropped because we just assumed they weren't going to go that route. And Hey, we would have been right to pick him at eight. He's a beast. Michael Parsons. If you redraft now, Michael Parsons, probably the first non quarterback that gets drafted. And -hmm. I don't think it's close. So, all right, well, we will see you guys next week. And until then stay safe out there and keep pounding. All right, there's a...